Good morning. It's Saturday. I'm in the office. You know what that means. The Saturday Morning Hustle Podcast. Outworking the competition while they still sleep. And today we're going to talk about this idea for your business of being expected but not predictable. And are you thinking to yourself, how does that happen? Well, the truth is people like to know exactly what to expect from a business when doing business with them but be pleasantly surprised at the exact same time. They seem like counterintuitive. They seem like oxymorons. They seem like they're opposite to each other, but they're actually two different aspects of how you bring business to you, continue on that business, execute upon it, and then develop further relationships with a business. The key is successfully balancing these two ideas, being predictable and expected and being pleasantly surprising at the exact same time. So let's get into it. First, let's talk about expectations, creating and then meeting expectations, your branding and your marketing, the whole role of branding and marketing, all of your outward expression, all of your communications should be setting or creating expectations and then meeting those expectations or executing upon them. So what do I mean by setting and meeting expectations? You need to tell the potential consumer, the potential buyer, the potential customer, the potential client, what your business is, what you do, who your audience is through your marketing. Are you at the high end of price and luxury and and things of that nature. Are you the lower end? Are you the low cost provider? Are you affordability? Are you somewhere in the middle? Is this something that is a fast transaction or a long transaction? Is it something with high customer service or something that is a much simpler transaction, maybe even no customer service because it's an online or a digital delivery? Is this something that you buy one time in your life that you repeat on a regular basis or is a luxury that you only buy when you really can afford to and on a special occasion or something of that nature. All of these different factors as to how businesses operate, you need to create that expectation. If you're a luxury brand, you do not need to market to, which is taking your time, effort, budget, and using it in ways. You don't need to market to people who can't afford or wouldn't spend the type of money on your luxury item if that's what you have. If you're the high end of the market, if you're Apple computers versus Dell and Acer and Chromebooks and all the other things that you can get on the, on the computer side of things, same thing with phones, etc. Apple has established themselves as a luxury brand, the top end brand. You expect better technology, but you also understand you will pay more in price. At the same time, they have not set themselves up with great customer expectation, customer service expectations, and they fulfill that daily. Their customer service isn't great. But their product, they feel, and they've established themselves and they market themselves as superior. So you understand shopping for an Apple product is going to be more expensive, less customer service, but it's something that you don't buy every day, even once a week, once a month, maybe once a year, you're updating your phone. Uh, every so many years, every few years, you're doing computers, uh, whether peripherals for them, etc. It's still a high price low customer service situation because that's the audience they want to draw. Now, the flip side would be something convenient like retail, 
uh, drive-through food, et cetera, you understand that there's a lower expectation of the value of food through a drive-through or a fast food scenario than a quick serve restaurant, than a luxury restaurant or fine dining. But at the same time, lower cost, higher speed, quicker delivery, lower expectations. Again, you don't want to create the expectation that maybe you have the best food in town if it's a low-cost provider or if it's speed of delivery because those two things don't match up. You can't make money being both of those things. So if someone's looking for the best steak in town, you do not want to draw them to your food truck or to your drive through because you're not going to meet that expectation. But if you are a luxury steakhouse, you want to draw people to your luxury steakhouse who are willing to, capable, and appreciate the cost of that steak because of the value of the product itself, of the presentation, of the customer service, of the ambiance, the experience total. You also, at the same time with your marketing and the expectations you create, you literally want to drive away audiences who would find your prices to be too high or not understand the value of all the other things that come with the experience itself. So create and then meet expectations. If you create an expectation that is a high ticket item, but it has value, whether it's product or service, construction, et cetera, customer service, dependability, et cetera, create that expectation and then meet it. If you create an expectation, you have great customer service, and then your customer service is even good to moderate to poor, you've completely blown your marketing efforts to draw that person into the door because you created an expectation you couldn't need. At the same time, if you create an expectation that is affordable or fast or any other feature that might attract someone to your business, to your product or offering, then you don't follow through on those as well. You have not only missed a sales opportunity, you've essentially pushed people away from your brand, even creating negative images in their minds. So create realistic expectations that you can live up to, attention to the right audience who who would value and want to do business with you in that way. Have no care that you're actually moving away people who don't do business with you like that because you don't want to waste your time or effort with them. You also don't want to frustrate them as well and create a false impression. So create a media expectation to draw the right audience to you for all the right reasons. Because if you do that, if you've drawn them to you for all the right reasons, you can deliver upon expectations and then retain them for repeatable business. The best kind of business, the most profitable kind of business is repeatable business. That's what you want to build. It's great to have one-time sales, but to have repeatable sales is the best potential opportunity for a business. So only be trying to create transactions where you can be repeatable, the right audience for the right reasons, you meet the expectations set. At the same time, anyone who is not going to complete the transaction because they find the price to be wrong, the customer service to be wrong, the technology to be wrong, the value proposition to be wrong because your marketing wasn't aligned correctly, the time and effort you waste on them, they waste on you is just blown. It's just that wasted. So instead, and literally be happy with, with turning away or moving away from you, those audiences who probably won't make the transaction. And if they do have the most likelihood of buyer's remorse, and then won't be repeatable because there was something about the expectation created that you couldn't live up to. That's one half of it. That is how to be expected is creating and meeting expectations, draw the right audiences in for the right reasons for not just business today, but sustainable business and 
not and avoiding time and effort and frustration ultimately between you and the consumers that aren't right for your business. Now, the other side of the equation is your value proposition. It's the product or service itself. If whatever product or service you have, whatever market you're in, whatever industry and in, whatever your position is, which is low cost provider, which is highest value, which is a different feature or option than you can't get somewhere else, a different form of delivery, a different, whatever it is, the key word here is different. The key word is differentiation. You have to set your brand apart by having a product or service, your value proposition, what you're giving people that is different. A lot of people think they're going to start a business just to simply do things better. But better is a very subjective idea. And everyone has a different idea of what is better. But And it's hard to explain better outside of just simply saying that word better. And as you're thinking to yourself how many times I've said that word, what exactly does that mean? What is the yardstick? What's the measuring device to something is being better than something else? But what you can do is establish a difference or differentiation between other offerings in the market and what you're offering. You can provide something that is different, whether it's a different feature, a different delivery method, a different approach to solving the problem altogether, whatever it is, differentiation and alternative to what's already existing in the market or what is already known for solving the problem, easing the pain, if you will, that's a marketing term that we use, easing someone's pain. If you have an alternative to what already exists, if that alternative it makes is attractive to enough people, then you have an audience for that product or service based on your differentiation, which is an expectation you can meet because you established this product or service with the differentiation in mind. You created something different. You market it as something different. You position it in the market as an alternative to the other options. The people who find the value in that differentiation now are willing to do business with you. Now you've created and met an expectation and you've delivered on that value proposition. Again, if you create the idea of the differentiation, you have to deliver on that idea of differentiation. Same way as if you tried to establish that something is bigger, better, or some other <laughs> adjective, you have to actually fulfill the idea of it being better. If someone pays extra for your product or service, and it seems like to them, and perception is reality, the consumer gets to set the perception and the reality. If it seems exactly the same, or maybe even worse or lesser than the things you say you're better than, You've, again, created an expectation you didn't live up to. They're not going to repeat that business and potentially could be negative toward your, your value offering. If you clearly differentiate yourself, if you clearly define what is different about what you're doing and the consumer says that difference is what I'm attracted to, then meeting that expectation is very simple. Because you've created an expectation that's realistic. Now, many of you are saying, but what if I can't find the differentiation? What if my product or service isn't actually different? Well, you might really consider whether you have a profitable business value proposition at all. If you can't find a differentiation, if you are simply doing what everyone else is doing, but somehow feel like you're just going to do it better because you're going to try harder, because you're really smart, because you're a nice person, whatever that is, good luck, but luck is not a strategy. The idea that that can be successful is very low. 
creating real differentiation, the potential for success success is very high because, again, you can set yourself apart and then follow up and deliver on the expectation created. So understanding if you're doing something that's been done a 100 times or a 1,000 times, a million times, food, insurance, healthcare, entertainment, technology, whatever it is, you still need to find something in your offering that is very unique to what you do and something different in the market, an alternative to what exists in the market. Not simply just better, but different. You have to find that. You have to hone in on it. It depends on the type of business you have, the founders involved, employees, etc. It's the strengths and weaknesses of the people involved typically is how you develop something new. You simply can't we're going to do the a, a clone of the iPhone, and we're going to call it something else, but it's going to be exactly like an iPhone because we're going to steal all their ideas and put it out. But we're going to put it out cheaper, and we think that makes it a, the differentiation. That's not it. It needs to have a different product feature. It needs to have a different option. It needs to give the consumer something else they find value in and would be willing to either pay more for yours, or in this case, if you're trying to underprice Apple because they're the leader in the market as far as price goes, then you need to give them something that's still of value for reducing that price because of the the brand establishment, the, the dependability and things that are understood or at least thought to be for something like an Apple product or Mercedes-Benz or Rolex or any other product that puts itself at the top of a price range because they deliver on those expectations. You, if you're new, if you have an unestablished brand, are going to have a harder time saying we're just as good for a couple of bucks less unless you can show a real true differentiation in the approach, in the technology, in the execution, in the offering, in the services, in the in the choices available to the consumer. You can't just change the color on it and call it different. It has to be a real differentiation. So let's go back to that original statement. People like to know what to expect from a business, but be pleasantly surprised at the same time. Know what to expect. Set those expectations that you can meet. How you deliver the product or service. Is it in person in retail? Is it online? Is it delivered to their house? Is it quick and fast? Is it low cost? Is it high cost, but high customer service or other a value propositions along with it? Is it exclusive? Is it convenient for them? Is, is the customer service superior? Anything like that, that is creating an expectation that you can and then should follow up with. But if you miss those expectations created, your marketing has not only been wasted, your dollars and your effort and your attention been wasted, you actually have the potential to make people sour on the transaction itself. So create and meet expectations is how people want to know what to expect from a business. I want to know if it's going to take two hours to purchase this luxury item because we're going to sit down, we're going to have discussions, there's an education curve because you're going to provide me multiple options that I get to choose from. It's a long process, but if I understand that, if I expect it, I understand the value of going through that process for the end result for the product or service I receive, 
and I see value in that, then I am a potential consumer for you. And of course, the opposite is true. If I'm looking for something that's very fast, that is very low cost, that's very convenient, easy to use, easy to obtain, easy on delivery, etc. If I'm looking for saving my time, saving my money for not having to do something outside my normal routine in order to receive your product or service, then you have to meet that expectation. There's value in all of these options from the low end of expectation to the highest ends of expectation. It has to be relative to your product or service, to your audience, to the what's already in the audience, in the market, what's already available to those consumers, and then setting yourself apart, adding something that's slightly different, whether it's an execution or product offering itself. Now, the second half of the conversation, be pleasantly surprised at the same time. Everyone likes to get a little more than they think they're paying for. Everyone enjoys to get more than they paid for. No one ever got mad about paying some, for $10 for something that they thought was worth 15 No one ever got mad for paying $1,000 for something they thought was worth $2,000. And no one ever got mad for paying $50,000 for something that they assign a value of $100,000. So provide more than is expected. Provide better value. Provide meeting those expectations you set and exceeding them, which is also why your marketing has to be specific in creating the idea of your expectation that you, something you can meet and exceed. Because if you overpromise and then underdeliver, you're upside down in the transactional relationship. Instead, underpromise to a point where people are attracted to the to the offer, that they're interested, they're curious enough to engage in a potential transaction and then overdeliver in value that is being pleasantly surprised while at the same time and understanding the expectation of how the transaction is going to work speed convenience price customer service value proposition etc that's how these two things go together as two ideas that have to work at the same time in order to establish both ends of a transaction and create repeatable business for you and your operation. So that's how that works. Provide something expected, deliver with consistency. Deliver with consistency, meet expectations, but do something different. Give them an option or alternative to picking the other guy, the other company, the other product, the other service. That's the podcast today. Make sure you listen each and every Saturday here on however you find great podcasts, Anchor app, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Our Heart Radio, Google Podcasts, Podchaser, and videos on YouTube as well. Anywhere you find great podcasts, of course, stream and subscribe, leave a comment, leave a review, share with a friend. I would appreciate that very much. Get your Saturday morning hustle, Entrepreneur AF. And coffee and donuts swag from the swag store as well. It's in the links, however you found this podcast, however you're listening to it, and on social media as well. Don't forget to follow us on social media, Twitter, Instagram, LinkedIn, and the new Facebook page, the Saturday Morning Hustle Facebook page. It's not my Facebook page. It's the Saturday Morning Hustle podcast Facebook page. You can find it on Facebook. One word, Saturday Morning Hustle. So make sure that you are a fan like the Saturday Morning Hustle Facebook page. There'll be some exclusive content on that page. There's some exclusive behind the scenes on IG. There's some places to find different content that come out of each and every week of the Saturday Morning Hustle. So don't miss an episode. 
of this podcast each and every Saturday. Also, there is a bonus episode called the Saturday Morning Hustle Balance Series. I do it the last Monday of each month. So I did one just a couple of Mondays ago on the last uh, Monday of October. Go check that out as the current episode of the Balance Series. And of course, for anything, um, any information, any links, any connection at all for the Saturday Morning Hustle, go to SaturdayMorningHustle.com. It's that simple. You're going to get the swag there as well. So it's Saturday. We're in the office outworking the competition. This is the Saturday Morning Hustle. See you next week. Saturday Morning Hustle. Saturday Morning Hustle. Saturday Morning Hustle. Wake up and keep chasing your dreams.